Why is it that women carry flowers down the aisle, but not men? Because you look better with them. <laughs> it's like no, I'm not thinking she could be an astronaut. It's just all these kind of weird gender roles. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJ Kate Let's get the neighbors. Hello, this is Neighbors. We are the Neighbors Recap Podcast. And we are in the Mobile Pirate Net Studios today. We've gone into Toadie's old soul-sucking lawyer office in the city, in the big smoke. And uh, it's, it's really stings hearing our opening theme song, given it uh, highlights on his nursery. But we're going we're gonna to get to that in a moment. I'm Vaya. I have CJ here today. Hello. Kate has gone to the beach, funnily enough, for the weekend, so she's not with us. Uh, but she's with us. She's with she, we're gonna keep her. She's with us. Did you sign her on a contract before Physi- she went? Physiologically. Oh God, no. <laughs> I just assume you guys are gonna hang around. Yeah. <laughs> and welcome back to the pod, Dr. Kathy. Hello. Hello. It's funny because so we're friends with Kathy in life, and we never call her Dr. Kathy until we have her on Neighbours. I mean, I do. Okay, you do. Yeah. <laughs> you do. Yeah. <laughs> we went to school with Kathy. We, that's how long we've known her, a thousand years. Yep. And every now and then we lean on Kathy for her medical expertise when we have questions about Erinsborough related matters. Mm. But now, Kathy, you've followed along a bit over the months. I have, yes. Particularly, you had some interest in Leo's drunken shenanigans. I did, yes. Who didn't? <laughs> Who didn't? <laughs> Who didn't? Exactly. How did you find that? You made your husband watch I that? did make my husband watch. I said, watch this because I knew Leo was going to get drunk. I said, watch him. How did you find that? <laughs> well, what is it? One minute he's rocking up with a six pack. I got to play some pool, you know. Then he's flipping through his phone. Yeah. Finishing off the six pack. Next thing is hanging off the fence shouting, Therese, Therese. And I hate to perpetuate stereotypes, but you lived in Ireland. I did. So, you know, drunkenness. I do, yes. Yeah. I've yeah. never, I mean, that's, you know, that's up there. That, that, that he could fit in? <laughs> he could fit right yeah. in, yeah. I think the Irish just hold themselves together better. Yeah. I think they do. And particularly after a six pack. (laughs) But you know what? I barely drink and I'd hold myself together after a six pack. (laughs) So what I'm saying is Kathy has specialised knowledge, but she also is aware of the goings on of Ramsey Street as a Neighbours listener as well. Yes. First bit of Neighbours Council business. We've got Kathy here, by the way, for specific, very specific questions we have about certain things that have transpired couple of items of Neighbours Council business. Schlive Buzz 2019 is happening. We are going to watch, as a family, we're going to go and watch Colette Mann and Jeff Payne star in their first comedy festival show together in Melbourne, Man Up and Take the Pain. What a title. Campari House, Hardware Lane in the city of Melbourne, comedyfestival.com.au. But the date, I mean, you can go any night you want. Go more than once if you want. But if you are going to come along, we'd love you to come along with us on the 27th of March. So we can all go together as the Neighbours contingent, fly the flag, 8.30. And then after the show, we'll have some drinks upstairs at the bar. And I've put on, I've put on Facebook that I'll shout everyone a round of clojitos. Oh, awesome. And hopefully just the right amount of people show <laughs> up. I'm making an educated guess yep. when I made that offer. But you know what? If we, got, if we packed the house, who cares? Exactly. That's it. I'll bring my dad's credit card. We'll sort it <laughs> yes. out. Yes. 
Can I ask, what's a clojito? By all accounts, it seems to just be a mojito that Chloe makes. <laughs> so, also, we need someone to come who's named Chloe. Yes. And she needs to make the drinks. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it's someone behind the bar. We can just decide. Let's just whack a, you know, a name, name badge. badge. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. And a, you know, feather bowl or something to bring her into Chloe-ness. Because, yeah, Chloe hasn't really – we see her chopping up the mint, but that's all we see her do. So that's happening, comedyfestival.com.au, and there's more information on the Neighbours Council Facebook page. And while you're on the Facebook group, CJ and I popped a bit of ourselves live streaming Tuesday's tragic episode, 5th of March. Yeah, I think I've cried five times on the Facebook group. (laughs) (laughs) To the point where loyal listener, Spicy Ben, was actually starting to worry about your health. Like, Yeah, and he's right too, because... (laughs) It was a hard week. It was, it's been a hard month, really, on na- for Neighbours Watchers. And the funny thing is, we had talked to Kathy when Sonia was first diagnosed with stage four ovarian cancer. And we said, the future's looking bleak. Hmm. We are going to need to talk to you about some situations in the coming months. Maybe Easter, Kathy. Yeah. Let's catch up in April. Suddenly, I've sent Kathy a frantic text saying, the death's next week. Yeah, it's a happening. promoted death, by the way. Let's not. Yeah. Let's. It was not a cliffhanger. It was just a promoted like death. The promos, the funeral. It's all happening mm. in the marketing. Like I casually called it the Sonia death episode, and then read, "What did I just say?" Yeah. <laughs> now I don't want to be facetious, but Kathy, is this a little bit soon? Um. Yes. Right. I'm going to say yes. Yeah. I mean, there's always outliers, right? Yes, there yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. would be certainly an outlier. An outlier. Yeah. I think the trouble, we have the trouble of, we have a lot of cancer survivors in Erinsborough that have a long, much longer battle with the illness. And it seems to be that the first serious cancer victim, it was a lightning round. Yeah. January to March. Done. Yeah. And, well, we'll get to, we'll get to the aftermath later a bit, but it was very quick I mean, Kathy might tell us a little bit more about death later. Sorry. Um, but, <laughs> Spoilers. Um, but, I mean, people are magical. But I don't know if you <laughs> you have a clock on your watch, you know, on your Fitbit. Maybe there's a setting now on your Fitbit that says, so we'll just say Fitbit a few more times. Kate and I have been trying to get new ones. <laughs> um, Sonia seemed to know down to the minute when she was going to die Yeah, yeah. Um, for the whole episode. And she's like, look, I'm going to die at minute 28. Toadie, we've got to get to the kids. Yeah. Yep. And I know you would have some inkling that the time's near, but I don't know if you know quite that well. Yeah, she seemed to get through her whole list of to-dos. Yeah. i got to tell Tony's tell I don't Tony. like his mum. Yeah, that seemed... Okay. <laughs> that was yeah. the best. <laughs> that was very high on the list. So, okay, I'm dancing around it a bit. So, we're going to also hear from some listeners of Neighbours who have kindly sent voice memos of themselves. Awesome. By the way, other people that added their watching of the episodes. Thank you so much. Oh, it was so good. Made me feel right at home. And there was a time lapse as well, which was Oh, yes, I watched that. Beautiful. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I have to be more beautiful when I'm watching the TV. I've yes. decided and then I want to film one. Yeah. <laughs> I had um a colleague that I used to work with tweeted me and said, "I used to work with you and you cried all the time and you never cried so prettily." I was oh. like, "Well, I've perfected it over yeah. the years." <laughs> And, okay, we have to do some shout-outs because we've got some new patrons at patreon.com slash neighbourspod. And if you are a patron, you automatically get entered into the draw to win some signed merchandise by Colette Mann and Jeff Payne. <gasps> but I have to shout out and say thank you to Vicky R., 
who also is the mayor of the Neighbours Council at the moment. Hello, Mayor Vicky. She works very hard in that group. And Lucy T, thank you very much. And we have a Moneybags level patron that's come in. Oh, is it Moneybags himself, I wonder? Possibly. Oh, it's gosh. it's Noza. Thanks, Noza. Oh, Noza. Is Moneybags Paul level? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's really, we just, thank you for thank spending you. your hard earned on this pod. It's actually going to go towards the round of clojitos I buy at, at the comedy <laughs> festival. So if you're in Melbourne, please come. Yeah, because <laughs> that's where it's coming from. Hi, Neighbours. Simon here. I've been watching Neighbours for more than 20 years, and I probably haven't missed an episode in that time. And this is the first time I've ever seriously considered stopping watching. I mean, I'm, I'm going to keep watching, but I did think briefly about stopping. And it's not just because they're axing their most talented cast member, or even the way they've done it. It sort of just makes me think, what's the point? I've always thought they, they introduce all these characters in the hope that some will stick and some will become much-loved characters who are there for years. And now I just think that they've said that's not worth anything to them and they're not worried about the audience knowing and loving the characters. And it feels like none of the characters are safe and that it, they just want a revolving door of pretty people who come in for a couple of years before they try and crack Hollywood. You know, that's not what Neighbours is about. It's when good neighbours should become good friends, not people that you see for a bit before they release a bad single. I just feel so cross for Eve, so cross for the audience, and it's really made me uncertain about what the show thinks it's for. But we'll keep watching, won't we? But it doesn't feel quite the same. Now, Dr. Kathy is a palliative care specialist. Yep. Please explain to the uninitiated what that means. So, so in palliative care, we specialise in helping people who have a disease that can't be cured. So that often means cancer, but doesn't always mean cancer. Mm. And we look at helping them with their symptoms, helping them kind of through the journey, helping them as they get closer to the end of their life, um, helping their families and everything come to terms with it. Um, yeah, there's a lot involved. You would get a complete spectrum of emotions, I imagine, from people. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We see everything. And you're currently working at a cancer facility. That's right. Yes. A specialised cancer hospital. Yeah. yeah. Which Not, we have two in Melbourne, right? Yeah, we got two, and neither of which Sonia went to. I, she didn't. They've got to put one really near Erinsborough because there's. A, well, they tried. They, tried. Yeah. they really easy foiled it. Yeah, easy. This is all Izzy's fault. You could have worked there, Doctor Kathy. I could have. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and she would have been the only one. Like, well, we've got Doctor Kathy. Well, better than Doctor Good News Bad One or whatever her name was. <laughs> Bad news, good one. Bad news, Goodwin, is Sonia's cancer doctor, who we've met a total of twice. Mm. The first time, she told cancer, she told cancer, she told Sonia, <laughs> you have stage four ovarian cancer. Bang, it's in your liver, it's heading to your brain, it's in your wherever else it can go, yeah. it's there. If you want counselling, I'll arrange it, not like, definitely you need that. Yes. <laughs> if, yeah, because most people are going to just opt in. And then, bad news, Goodwin, when we next met her, it was Monday night's episode. Sonia had an appointment at Erinsborough Hospital just before she was headed to the beach house for a little getaway, Airbnb getaway. Yeah, with a, her, a bit of fam time. With her sister, who's back, Jade's back to join us, and her son, Callum, her husband, Toadfish Rebecca, and the little babies, six-year-old Nellyfish, and uh, don't, <laughs> CJ, CJ's going to well up right now, and little Hugo. Okay, well, we'll move on from them for a minute. I can deal with Hugo because yeah. it's not really her. No, it's not really her. She just met him. She just met him. That's a terrible thing to say. Make it go away. I can deal with Hugo because she literally just met him. So it's not like he's formed a lifelong bond with her yet. He's like, that nice lady is not going to be here. No. Yeah. He'll find a new nice lady. Well, yeah. What I mourn, yeah, I mourn that she 
she could have been a great influence on Hugo and now she's anyway, whatever. We, we mourn a lot of things. We're going to mourn a lot of things. There's a lot to come. They're headed about to head off. But the first thing is they've got to stop at the Erinsborough Hospital to get this one more appointment out with Bad News Goodwin. And Toadie, lovely Toadie, goes to get his wife a ginger tea. And then the doctor comes out and is ready to see him, which I imagine like I've I went for an appointment at, at one of the cancer hospitals for a non cancer related just a I don't know, because they have doctors there that don't just do cancer. An, an oil change. Yeah. It was like a blood test for something. And Oh, you could be there for up to two hours. You don't know when the doctor's going to be ready. So I can understand they're waiting. They don't know when. But then the doctor comes to get Sonia and Sonia's like, yeah, let's just go in. I felt like she said, Toadie will be back. And then the doctor was like, look, mate, you really don't, like, we, we don't have five minutes. We don't have, you literally do not have five minutes. Yeah. And then presumably Bad News Goodwin has observed that Sonia doesn't have her support network with her and has come in and essentially told her, you have days Maybe a week, but probably not days to live. Goodbye. Go on your merry way. Enjoy the sunshine. Hmm. Hope someone's there to give you a lift home. A lift home. That's the thing I can't (laughs) stop thinking about. (laughs) Why? Um, Because she died up there on the dune. I mean, um, Nell Nell could see. I mean, it wasn't a long distance. No, okay. Well, I have a lot of issues with her getting to the kids. Well, yeah, no, it was right there. Yeah. I think she should have gone down and died with them. I think so too. But we'll get, but what I want to know from Kathy is what's the procedure usually around this sort of information? So, I mean, I can totally understand them bringing Sonia in. Toadie's gone to get a tea. You know, but come on in. We'll get get started. You know, they sit down and we don't see the consultation. But I kind of, like, if Sonia had said, I think we'd better wait for my husband. You'd be waiting. Yeah. You'd be waiting to that. So perhaps she did say, let's just give it to me, you know, yeah, let's get I'll, on with it. Yeah. And then once she started to get the bad news, she was like, actually, I want to keep this from Tony. I want to, yeah. I want to protect him. And so then she, you know, then she like said, if, I mean, if she there. said to the doctor, I, no, 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 it's okay. Keep talking, you know, talking to me. The doctor's going to tell her, you know, they're not going to be like, you have to wait for your husband. It was just a little bit worrying that, like, what's the plan, though, if she says, okay, you've got probably a couple of days. What does the doctor think Sonia's going to do with her couple of days? <laughs> exactly. So that from my point of view, the plan should be, okay, we're going to get you to talk to palliative care. Oh. And then I would come in, you know. That would be my, well, my plan would be to bring myself in, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. And that's good. they didn't have that that what pers- that specialist there in Erinsborough Hospital, another dark day. But if, okay, say you had to go home or you're like, I've got a beach, I'm going to the beach. Like, what if the person, the patient said, I want to go to the beach? Yeah, going to go to the beach today, going to go, it's a holiday. So then I would say, okay, look, let's try and prepare mm-hmm. for this to be a success, you know? Yeah. I can think of a few things that she could have done with on her journey. Can you say some of them? Yeah, like some medicine for pain. <laughs> Medicine for sickness because she's stopping the car with pain, yeah. feeling sick, you know. Mm. And some good drugs. There was some yeah. good, good drugs yeah. too. Yeah, exactly. you don't have yeah. to worry about getting addicted when you're not going to live through the episode. <gasps> Sonia could have had one last she could have. Oh, my gosh. She could have gone on the smack straight away. <laughs> straight there. Um, the other thing is, is, like, I know somebody that was given a diagnosis and then they, I'm assuming, spoke to palliative care and they went overseas for like six months and then came back and died. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, they lived all of the overseas experiences that they went travelling with their husband and they lived all those things that they wanted to live. And I know Sonia wanted to get to her babies and she probably wanted to go to the beach and that seemed like, you know. But like you said, the thing that gets me about the way the news was delivered is that 
the tumour was in her brain and she wasn't able to read and wasn't making good decisions. So I do think that while the doctor should have listened to her, she wasn't in a right state of mind either. So is she in enough of a state of her mind for like her consent to have been given? In, I think do you know what I mean? That's what I thought why I thought at least check that the husband has got her He's on the way it, out. Yes. Yeah. And you, you don't yeah. abandon her in the waiting room and say, I'm sure you and your husband have a lot to talk and about. Just make sure that conversation gets started. Yeah. Because it's very, like, it would be a bit dangerous to go out into the world with, armed with that knowledge and no support. Yeah. Because my, yeah, I didn't expect her to, well, let's run back to Erinsborough Hospital. That's where I want to die. Like, no one wants that. No. But, I mean, it would quite frankly happen in half the time. <laughs> yeah. She would have died at the yeah. end of that episode. <laughs> Dr. Carl's with his power tools. I got this. <laughs> so what else? Is it, like, pain relief? Anything else, Kathy? Yeah, pain relief, anti-sickness medication. Just preparing them for what's going to happen if they're going down to the beach. Like, who's Toadie going to call when she does die? And like, who sh- would Toadie call? Because I know that what happened in the aftermath episode is Callum said we've just said we've just let the ambulance, the ambulance go. go. Yeah, I think you would still call an ambulance. Like, if I, she's on the beach, you'd still call an ambulance. Yeah, I feel like I would yeah. call somewhere near Colac. So what lawn? They went. Kate Sleuth, Kate at Remude on Twitter, um, put it down to yeah, they were heading to lawn. It didn't look like lawn beach. Beach, no, beach, no yeah. it must have been. Something but, else on the way. But there is a Colac off route. Yeah, Colac yeah. is like another hour away, I think, from there. Yeah. But, but I mean, if you had to Colac kind of in, inland. Yeah. inland. Yeah. Um, but also, they, she wouldn't have gone to Toadie's family suburb town. Like That wasn't going to be her last day. No, she's no, like, Colac. We'll, we'll wow. be near the beach, thanks. It's like, I need some good dairy. <laughs> <laughs> been off the stuff for years. Now's the time. I've never been in that situation, thankfully, but I wouldn't have any other idea of who to call. I would you be, call Kathy. Yeah, well, yeah. Not, well, it's just triple O and maybe Facebook mas- message Kathy at the same time. And go, look, I've just called an ambulance. Was that right thing yeah. to do? And Kathy maybe is busy yeah. and answers you eight hours later. Yeah. I'm sorry if you're lost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so what should they do? Because yeah. the plan is we'll get to the beach, but then she, Sonia had no plan after her lifeless body is in Toadie's arms. She's like, I am only thinking up till yeah. that point. Mm. That then it's Toadie's problem. Oh, Kathy's oh. Yeah. not. Uh, but Kat, also, C- like CJ's with, not holding up well. with all these things. I still, I'm glad she just saw her kids for the last time. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Because that's what her eyes were looking at when she died. I oh. really wanted her to cuddle the kids. Yeah. She I was. Yeah. Them. I was furious with Toadie for stopping for two packets of chips from Harold's. <laughs> Because he's like, no, he thought he had months or years or the rest of his life in his mind. I've never seen someone have denial so much. Even though, yes, she didn't tell him she had days to live, but she knew it was stage four and they at least had less than five years. So Toadie kept saying things like, oh, when we're going to see Nelly off to school every year. I'm like, Toadie, it's factually incorrect for you to say that. Oh, that poor kid. What a bad first year. And she's like 17 now. Yeah. So because okay. she, I keep holding her back. Yeah. Okay. So then we have a beautifully shot and performed and written episode. Yeah. Can't yeah. fault any of that at all. Can we start at the beginning? Yeah. Love. The credits. That was my, that was like, I was like. <gasps> <laughs> yeah. Because there's no credits. the scene. Because no opening titles jingle. We have Eve Maury. We have. Ryan Maloney. Yeah. I, 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 I always call him Toadie. I was actually going, can't not. Eve Maury. Toadfish Rebecca, <laughs> neighbours. <laughs> and that's it. That's all we get. And straight in and they're packing for the trip. Sonia knows, has armed with this information that the clock is literally ticking. 
But first, Toadie's got to stop at Harold's Cafe to fill up the Uber Eats bag with whatever Dippy's got in her snack shelf. Sonia has one last look around Ramsey Street, which was quite a long look, actually. It was a long look, yeah. And her bedroom and her photos to get one last sarong. If she had said caftan... I would have taken that as a shout out. Yeah, I was upset. That, yeah, I was upset that I didn't say, say caftan. She was wearing a very angelic caftan-esque dress for her what last day. What a dress day. to die in. Angel white. Yep. Yeah. Or get married. Either one would be fine. So they're on the road and it was a lovely road trip montage where we know that one person has a secret and the <laughs> other person doesn't know that secret. It's a classic buddy comedy style, like crossroads. Mm-hmm. Like yep. Britney's doesn't know who her mum yeah. is, and yeah, yeah, and she's gonna let them in finally. Yeah. Um, at, towards it, so we had some. Uh, apparently, Fremantle Media had enough in the budget to buy Robbie Williams and E Seventeen. How much would E Seventeen cost, though? Really, nowadays? Yeah, fair point. I think Robbie took the brunt of that budget hit. I think you're probably right. Um, Tony Mortimer tweeted. He hoped he everyone was enjoying the episode. Well, we weren't, but we enjoyed that moment. That moment where Toyota jumps into the car and he goes, are you ready for the 90s? And then E17's all right cranks out of the speakers. Yeah. It was one of the strangest yet most awesome moments in televisual history. I loved that song very much as, yeah. a, as a kid and I loved it. But also because musicians can just say you can use my song, right? Yeah. there's They don't charge all the time. The tricky – they would have charged. But the tricky thing is the show I work on often has to get permission to use music and you have to – music is tricky because you have to get permission from the songwriters and there's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. The songwriters, the label, the performers to use that – like it's not just permission but, yeah, they, their management or their label has to clear the use to go, yes, give it, tell us the context – and the show I work on is a trivia quiz show. So we tell them, here's the question we're going to ask. The answer is going to be this song. And then they go, yeah, that makes sense. Or no, that belittles our brand and we don't want you to use it. So they've all the parties have to be okay with it. And then all of them get a percentage of the royalties, the licensing fee and everything. So, But if they say, yeah, if they don't want their brand associated, like if, say there's a Home and Away, say Danny Minogue, who's affiliated with Home and Away, is like, you can't use... What's that Danny Minogue song? <laughs> this is it. She's like, you can't this use this. is it. You can't use that because I'm more aligned with Home and Away. She might Sometimes say no. Sometimes I know. <laughs> um, they had a bit of a, like a scattergun approach and they were just like firing out to all these record companies. Like, Well, apparently, I don't see this episode, but I think, Kate, no, um, Perfect Blend tweeted that Robbie Williams was a shout out. Robbie Williams did a, a cameo. In the show. In Neighbours? Yeah. No? When? No, it wasn't Robbie Williams himself. It was Sonia and Toadie on their way back from trying to go to the Robbie Williams concert. Yeah, but there was something else. Like he was, they're like brushed with fame or something. I, I, look, I, to be honest, I didn't see the episode, so I have no idea. <laughs> go on to the Perfect Blend's website. Twitter. It was on their Twitter. What's Perfect Blend? The Gospel of Neighbours. If you go oh. on their website, any character information that you want to know, you just punch it in their search engine and it's all there. And sometimes location information. So they've got all these little tidbits of, of yep. things like in the background of this moment, this song was playing and that kind of stuff, is it? like well, t- Not necessarily, but they almost know everything. Okay. And if you ask them, they would know. Okay. They keep it pretty up to date. I happened upon it um, when I used to write music reviews because, you know, once every few months there'd be someone from Neighbours trying you, to launch a music. You used to, like, write music reviews. I did. I didn't know that. Yeah, for, for a few years, for several publications. Yeah. <laughs> CJ, CJ told me the other day she hates music. 
I'm so over it. I'm just done. <laughs> I'm done with it. I, I mean, I like some things from yesteryear, but I just nothing new. I can't deal with it. But E17 did strike a nice chord. Oh, you? totally. And Robbie yeah. Williams did too. Yeah. So in the scene where they're driving to Beach Colac, they have some fun moments with the music. Sonia is annoyed a little bit about the music because she wants to talk to her husband. It's the last time they're going to talk. She knows that. She's got 23 minutes left on the (laughs) earth. And she turns it off a few times. She's trying to just guide. We never get to talk to each other, just you and me. And Toadie, like basically it's a slow wind to him figuring out what happened in that appointment. She finally lets him know. Yeah, the, and she starts rattling off her to-do list. Like, yeah, I don't like your mum. Uh, it's I not that I ha- d- hate your mum. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was the best <laughs> yeah. Sonia, Sonia Ange moment, I yeah. think. And Ange didn't even have to come in yeah. for it. Ange is um, Toadie's um, mum. Oh, okay. Sorry, she's everything it, yeah. you could imagine as Toadie's mum. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you'll get to see her next week. Yeah. Air quotes, looking after the kids to well, not make the funeral. Tony's gone to get them now. Yeah. Okay, so... She starts listing off, I don't want to have a funeral. I want to have a service by the lake, yep. which is handy. We'll save on location fees. But also one, where, where Caitlin's service was. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. Just because she wants to dig it into Mark a yeah. bit. Yeah. One of the most curious moments of the episode is when Toadie stops to take a slash, which is the longest urination moment. He had a lot but of But wasn't snacks. she feeling a bit unwell and she's like, pull over at the rest stop. And he pulls over at the smallest rest stop I've ever seen. Keith's watching it and he said that. He said, that's not a rest stop. That's just a patch of grass. That's the side of the road. <laughs> and then he goes, I'm off to water the bushes. Yeah, usually at rest stops on the way to the country, there's a little tea and coffee station. Yeah. Toilet block. Table and chairs. Yeah. Once I went to a toilet or a rest stop and an older man, because they're not, there's not like women's and men's at really sort of remote ones. An older man walked out and said, love, you don't want to go in there. <laughs> and I went, no, get back in the car. Yeah, like, Tony, hold- but Tony didn't even water the bushes. He's like standing well away from them. Like, I thought it was weird. It was, he, he would have got a fine for public urination. Yeah. Anyway, it was a detail I didn't know we needed, but we needed it. And he comes back and then it, Sonia then eventually reveals it was a bad appointment with bad news. Goodwin. <laughs> she was true to form. But didn't didn't Sonia like wander off into the fields? Tony went for his slash and then mm. he comes back and she's gone. <gasps> Sonia, you know, yeah. but she's like distracted by the beauty of flowers or something like that. Because she know? was being Sonia Free Spirit, which yeah. is like one of her personality, you know, tinges. And then he looks down and he sees her in this beautiful angelic dress dancing around the field. With the flowers. Yep. That she's picking flowers for Mark. You give him some. Lucky she picked wildflowers that would dry nicely, like we- yeah. weeds that would be <laughs> pressed nicely in a phone well, she book. She knows about plants. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. She knows, look, these aren't going to make it. <laughs> Neither am I. Yeah, beautiful scenery. Directed by Kate Kendall, by the way. Shout out. I was wondering and I didn't, I mean, I didn't wonder enough to look it up. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Written by Jason Herbison, the executive producer of the show, which I always appreciate when the big boss comes in to go, this is important. I'm going to take the reins. Mm. Appreciate it. She finally then says, well, I was relieved that she said to Toadie, it was a bad, it was a bad appointment. I've got days, maybe a week. And Toadie then explodes his emotions all over the place. Yeah. I've got days, maybe a week. Oh. We don't have long, okay? If there was some other option, I would take it. I would. You're not, you're not well. We've got to get you to the hospital. No, 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 no. no. Just, just get in your car! That was beautiful, by the way. Yeah. Uh, that got me. That was, yeah. yeah. So wait a second. This all got a palliative care doctor. What? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Oh. No, but I was fine up until Toadie went, did his kind of... 
yeah. kind of thing. And then I was I was gone. He had a yeah. very yeah. visceral reaction and a violent reaction, which was difficult to watch. Like it was quite amazing. Was, how yeah. He was like, get in the car. Because he just wanted to speed away to help, to safety. Yes. Yeah. And he was going to take her to the German hospital. <laughs> Why didn't anyone bring this up months, a week ago, whatever? Yeah, my cousin. She's in Germany. Let's go. I'm a bit annoyed because if she told him last night, if she told him Monday night, then they could have gotten all that bullshit out of the way early and then just spent that whole those whole few hours. Oh, she didn't know the night before. Wait, she did know yeah. the night before. Yeah, I thought she yeah, did. she did. She did know, didn't she? I don't she feel... knew. And then in the morning, weren't they packing? I don't yeah, know. I've lost I'm not the time frame. I've I'm lost clear. a little time. You know what I wished? And I, I feel like she It was probably... the episode before, but I'm not clear if it was the day before. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It was daylight for a long time. Yep. Dr. Cathy, I don't know if you've um, seen any of these scenes, but Tony and Sonia really liked a bit of role play in their sex life. <laughs> um, I haven't. Is this Limber Ladybird or is that something different? No, there was a different character, but I reckon they might have given that a shot after they yeah, heard of it. they got wind of it. They did a bit of they, – they liked – I think they were quite n- nudists. Like I think if they ever went to Europe and went to some yeah. open-minded beach over there, they would have gotten down in the buff. They would have. That's the – yeah, it's not going to happen now. But they used accents. Yes, um, like Sonia was partial to a Spanish accent. Yeah. But why are you bringing this up, CJ? I don't think she would have been up to a, to a night of fun with Tony, but I just wish they, I don't know. Oh, the last night of fun, is it? Just, I don't know. I just wish she told him so that they could have, I don't know, had a last night together in whatever function it would have been. They did have a couple of lovely kisses, I thought. Okay, obviously my tears were covered with, my eyes were covered with tears and I couldn't watch that. <laughs> Yeah, I wish she had told him earlier so that they, she could have spent every single minute running through her wish list and also I wish that someone had recorded it because she was saying, tell this person that, tell this person this, tell Nelly I love her, tell Hugo he's great. Like, I'm like, get your phone, voice memo, record yeah. it, take a video for the kids. Yeah. Toadie's going to have to remember all this and he, I don't trust Toadie. <laughs> no. He's Not in his lo- emotional state, No. No, and he's a lawyer. Like a writer remembers that so they can get it down, yeah. but not a lawyer. He's just no. going to, you know. He's just got an assistant. But yeah. Kathy, is that part of what helps patients like documenting that sort of stuff? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we do a lot of what we call, we call it legacy work. So leaving your legacy, it's very important for people. Often when people have a bit more time than 24 hours yeah. or less. But um, but even yeah. when she got diagnosed stage four, I think they should have put those wheel, oh, wheels in motion. Definitely, definitely, yeah. Legacy work, writing birthday cards for the kids each birthday that's kind of mm. – so they can open in the future, that kind of thing. You know, writing letters, making videos, all sorts, yeah. And do older patients, I imagine, who might struggle with technology a bit, like how do they get around all of that sort of stuff? Yeah, so sometimes uh, – yeah, we don't – they don't do so many videos, but sometimes what they might do is they might have possessions like family heirlooms or things that are special to them and they can work on who's going to be gifted these things that are valuable to them, yeah. you know, and that can be part of their legacy work, you know. So I was with my husband for 4,000 years before we got married yeah. and my nana asked a family member to bring her jewellery box in and then said – she got halfway through it and said, I need Hamish. Oh! <gasps> And she called him in. So we, you know, we weren't the couple we are now. We were the couple we were 10 years back. And he went in and got told that he had to give me this ring. And um, then he got given other rings to give me, like when we had a baby. Wow. And were you there for this? No. No. Sorry, I was there, but I was asked to leave the room. (laughs) And and I drove him in there because... I didn't know how I was going to convince him to go in. But he waited like six years after that to give – he never gave me the ring, actually. I just took it. (laughs) 
it's very symbolic of your relationship. <laughs> I love, is it your Nana, Gran? Nana, yeah. Nana, I love that form. Just get in here. We are going to have a discussion. Yeah. <laughs> and, and most of the time she called him my ex-boyfriend's name. So. <laughs> I just, I, again, because I'm very tech savvy and I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a writer and I love, I'm all about documenting things. And, and words. And, and I lost a friend who actually worked on Neighbours for a little while. I'll talk about her in a bit, but... The first thing I did when I found – she had a little girl. The first thing I did when I found out she had died – not the first thing, but one of the first things that week I did was I started copying and pasting excerpts from scripts she'd worked on on the production I'd worked on with her and I wrote down little anecdotes um, next to them about things I remember from the office so I could tell her daughter like one day and stuff. Like straight away I'm just like, got to document this, got to pass this on. That's amazing. So I just – I'm devastated for Nelly because I don't think they did enough of that. No, They're no. just like, well, you're on your own, kid. I hope you remember that one conversation we had before we left for the beach where I said, do good things and be whatever you want. Be an astronaut. I hope be she's astronaut. an astronaut. Yeah. She better bloody go to the moon, I swear to God. Oh, man. That was a lovely episode, just on the off sign. When um, Sonia gathered all the women of Ramsey yeah. Street that were in high flying positions to tell Nelly. Do whatever you About want. About how they're carpenters and stuff. Yeah. I thought it was nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a bit emotional though because then didn't then she was like, International Women's Day is coming up. Mm. We, maybe we should do this again. And I'm like, wait, wait you're not going to be here. Yeah. <laughs> you were like, and then there's an ad break. Sonia dies on Tuesday. <laughs> and you're like, Awful. oh, she's not going to make it. Yeah. <laughs> and then also that episode B got fired. So it's like, I'm a mechanic and I love my job. You no. don't get to have it anymore, lady. Your boss, your male boss just fired you. She's getting it back though. So it's going to be yeah, all right. Good. Yeah. yeah. All right, we're putting off the inevitable. We get. He, I was getting really furious when I was watching it because all I wanted her to do was cuddle those babies one more time because she kept saying, got to get to the kids, got to get to the kids. They get to the beach house. Toadie's like, let's go inside. Let's sit down. Let's call the hospital. She's like, she saw the bucket and spade. She's like, got to get to the kids. And they leave communicating with bits of paper, like get on the phone to Callum, say we drop a pin of the exact location where mum's coming in in the car, bring those babies up to the car, like meet her the minute you land. Um, Kathy, I wanted to ask. Yeah. Women are amazing and we can do amazing things. So I don't want to second guess this. But is somebody who's just about to die really capable of walking that distance? Um, if they're about to die suddenly. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. a, like a, a mother with gets superhuman strength to like lift a car up or something. Well, maybe not. I don't know about that. <laughs> but I mean, the, the only way that this is realistic is if something's happened all of a sudden, you know. I know that she's had this kind of forewarning that she thinks she's yeah. They were like the tumor exploded or something. Is that that really? Well, probably it had a she had a big bleed. Yeah, would be what I would think is fits with the time course. Yeah, Yeah. is that what you think? Why you think it happened so quickly? Yes, instead of having days, she had literally minutes. Yes, Um, well, not even like seconds. Like she's still kind of talking and looking at them, but they're going a bit blurry, and the next thing, she's gone. Mm. I was so broken. And you really, you made me realise that I'm worthy of happiness. This isn't the end. The breaking point for me was when she was staggering down the dune and she sees them and goes, oh, my babies. And I was a freaking mess, I swear to God. All I wanted her to do was cuddle them. And then she just... I was just thinking about all those years she missed with Callum. Yeah, when he was living with his gran. When he's been in America living the dream. But th- that, yeah, no, mainly the years she missed earlier. Yeah. But, but then also she redeemed herself, and that's uh, that's what life's about. Yeah, and there's some beautiful stuff later in the week with Piper, who was 
on um, Friday's episode, International Women's Day episode, where Piper was giving a tribute to Sonia. So everyone on the street, she was vlogging what who their favourite lady was, like <laughs> their most inspirational woman. And Piper said, I'm going to talk about Sonia Rebecca and said, you know, she wasn't perfect. She had her demons. She worked through them, but she always wanted to improve and she always wanted to look after people. And she did a really great job of, yeah, summing up the complexities of one person and you don't have to see them as a saint. Maybe maybe Piper could be a celebrant. Yeah, she's really lacking direction lately. Yeah, I think it's I think it's signalling that the end's near for Piper. Yeah, maybe what she does, should ring what up. What is Piper care. doing? I'm bringing up palliative care. <laughs> um, no, uh, she's probably like off to America soon. And in no, but in in neighbours, what is she doing? She's been Toadie's assistant. She's been a paralegal for Toadie. Ah. She was helping Sonia at the nursery, and then Toadie went. Actually, I want her to work for me. She's really smart. She's yeah. got the book, the book smarts. So yeah. I want her over in the law uh-huh. office. Yeah. I think being a paralegal is something you actually need to train to do. I think I just yeah. like saying paralegal. Yeah, I think she is a paralegal. She's probably not being paid that great though. <laughs> She's paying as a secretary. Paid as a secretary. Work cover needs to yeah. maybe step up here. Hey neighbors, ugh, son. Eve Mori is by far the best actor on this show. So it's sad to be losing her from the cast, yeah. But also, Sonia is such a great, complex character who has these interesting links to so many other characters. My mum died in December, not cancer though, so some of it has hit somewhat close to home and made me feel like, oh god, neighbours really? But Sonia's storyline has been so compellingly told over the past few weeks, so even though that initial diagnosis episode had me sobbing for a few minutes when the credits rolled, I think the show has done a good job and I'm glad they're spreading awareness of ovarian cancer as well. Also, I had goosebumps when Andrea was telling Sonia about Karen. So, I guess I'm still a D-lever. Hi, I'm Rosie. I've just watched the last episode with Sonia and I haven't completely recovered yet. But I just wanted to say that I love Neighbours, but I'll usually be the first person to slag it off. But I think this this episode was just 100% perfect. Um... I had a boyfriend that died in a fire, quite neighbours-like circumstances, seven years ago, and it was recently the anniversary. And the way that watching the way that they got to say goodbye to each other was really cathartic, really beautiful. So well done, neighbours, and well done, Eve and Ryan. Thank you. Okay, so we're on the beach. Callum, Hugo and Nell are playing sandcastles in the distance. You're, you guys are both mothers of young kids because I was distraught and, I mean, I know kids that I like, but how does that feel having ba- babies that age, watching that happen on screen? I So the next night I started crying again in front of the TV and my two and almost three-year-old son forced me to eat my dinner in a different room. <laughs> Because you were crying. Because I, I have basically sat there while we ate dinner every night for two weeks and cried. And he says, why are you crying, mummy? Why are you crying, mummy? And comes over. And because it's just like later on in the evening and I'm like, you know, like I'm a very story attached person. So I see these things and they just, they they come to me all, all over the day. And like, you know, I'll be putting him to sleep at night and I'll think I'm so lucky and what if I didn't – what if I wasn't here? Yeah. And, and what if we couldn't do this? And I bloody joined a gym 
<laughs> and have started eating properly and I'm just I'm now just trying to avoid death at any cost. <laughs> because it, it, seriously this storyline has impacted my life because you know ovarian cancer is not a um it's not related to being overweight or being unfit or anything but um well I don't know I, I don't know anything about cancer but I know things about neighbors cancer <laughs> <laughs> but um but you know it seriously makes you consider like you know what can I do to improve my chances of not losing my child when they're in prep or what like losing my life with my child rather Kathy yeah it's very um I just it makes you want to hug your kids you mm, know mm. you know I wanted her to hug the kids as well I I wouldn't be like you know Tony's like I'll call them over she's like no 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 I'm like get no over. get them over because <laughs> especially like pick someone can pick someone else up at least Nelly bring <laughs> Callum could have grabbed Nelly yeah yeah uh, anyway I, know. I mean he goes young enough to be left on a blanket down Just, there but, but the other ones yeah bury him in the sand halfway <laughs> <laughs> he'll be fine there's no people um, Kathy, I wanted to ask, because in our previous Neighbours, two eps ago, I spoke to Vanessa who lost her mum to ovarian cancer when she was 13. And she got told when she was eight and was really very happy, like really grateful that they told her when she was young. And now, Toadie, there was a slight mention in the pre- in the following episode about how he told Nell she sort of understood, then she asked for mummy, then she asked for ice cream. And that was all we kind of had. And I assume with younger patients the advice would be to, for them to talk to their kids about what's happening. Yeah. Is, yeah. And how are they told to tell the kids? Uh, so there's different techniques depending on how old the kids are, you know. And I, I know that we've got a book at work or like a pamphlet about talking to your kids about cancer and it kind of goes through different age levels and what's age appropriate and things like that. But there's certainly a lot of support out there for helping parents tell their kids. What might be a sentence you would say to a five or six-year-old? Like, would you say mummy's sick? It's I, pretty bad or? Yeah, I think you'd say mummy's sick, you know. Um, yeah, you don't have to say it's stage four ovarian cancer. No, yeah, yeah. That's no, just no. going to go it's over in the liver. Yeah. <laughs> I can't read anymore. Those things aren't relevant. No. no. Mummy's sick. Mummy's sick. Yeah. yeah. She's not going to be feeling well. Like, Something like yeah. that, you know. I'm going um, to the doctor. Yeah. But, they, you know, we're going to look after her, you yeah. know. Um not necessarily, I wouldn't promise that we're going to make her better. No, but no. Going to look after, you know. Tony was so in denial. Just like, we are going to get through this. You're going yep. to be great. She's like, tell Hugo. He's like, you can tell Hugo. She's like, I can't. I, can't. <laughs> I think if she had at least told him the night before, yes. he could have Could've accepted got that yeah. the things that she needed to tell him. Yeah. And that was really heartbreaking. Mm. Yeah. And this is... Um, not a criticism of the writing or the acting because they were fantastic. It was just my criticism of the character's behaviour. Exactly. You 100%. Know? It's exactly mm. – I was screaming at Toadie in my live watch just y- going, you stupid idiot. Yeah. Process this faster. Get her down to the kids. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, we were warned a week before that she was dying <laughs> yes. and he didn't know. <laughs> you were absolutely right. He yeah. didn't see the promos. He didn't read Digital Spy. If he, Yeah. If he had gone on Digital Spy, all would have been good. G'day, g'day, it's Toad. And Sonia. Come down to Sonia's Nursery. Our prices are bare-rooted. We've got crab apples, six-foot weeping cherries, seven-foot mop tops. Anything that sounds made up, we sell. We grow all the plants ourselves, and as a recovering drug addict, I've got loads of horticultural experience. Bring the trailer and stock up on Neighbours Be Gone Hedges to block out the couple nuding up at number 28. Get down to Sonia's Nursery, Erinsborough, and get bare-rooted before it's too late. Sonia's Nursery will be closed until further notice. If you need plants, go and get them out of Sheila Caddick's garden. 
It's Logie's voting season. That means we have to get Eve Morey and Ryan Maloney awards in Australia for their performances. This is a very difficult feat because Neighbours doesn't get very high ratings in Australia, which means everyone needs to pull together. If you need help voting, we have a how to vote guide up on our socials, Neighbours Pod on Facebook and Twitter. Hashtag Eve Morey for a Logie. The Aftermath episode, I found actually more harrowing to watch. Did you watch it, Kathy? I did, yes. <gasps> so yep. what were yep. you thinking just then when you gasped? Oh, it was just so – it was just heartbreaking, just like everyone's reaction. And Toadie, again, such so genuine in his, like, distress. I don't you know. know. Just – because it's not like he went – maybe he went to drama school. I don't know. But he was in Neighbours since he was a teenager. Yeah. And he's just developed this amazing acting talent yeah. day in, day out, just from – the grunt work at Nana Wadding, yeah. getting it done on Ramsey Street, and he's just this incredible emotive performer. And like, if you think back in when he was younger and stuff, he was often involved in the um, ceramic peak. Yeah, you know, hijinks. The, yeah, mm-hmm. hijinks type thing. And last few years, he Ooh. has got to flex the yep. acting muscle, taking the heavy lifting. Yeah. Of the number one storyline. Yeah, just all over the shop. Yeah. And beautiful Callum, Morgan Baker, friend of the show, go back and listen to our episodes where we interviewed him. He loves visiting Ramsey Street and doing a guest spot again, but just kind of becoming that patriarchal role in the house, just looking after Toadie, getting all the ducks in a row, making his dad toast and eggs. And okay, so they go, they go around to the Kennedys, straight into the Kennedy house, which I think was just a great choice. Mm. It's so, where they should have gone. That moment where Toadie tells Susan, he barely even can tell her. Like, he can't even yeah. get the word died out of his mouth. What's happened? Where's Sonia? She... She's... And that's so realistic because... Yeah. Even using the word death, die around somebody who's recently been impacted and recently could be, it's difficult. Mm. So saying it, the person who's been under the impact is so difficult because it just triggers them immensely. And correct me if I'm wrong, Kathy, but and you are encouraged to use the real words. We are, yes. Yeah. Doctors are. We are. And yeah. what the re- what's the reasoning behind that? I think it's it's just so we can be clear about what's happening and so that there's not, sometimes we talk too much in like euphemisms and talk around the topic and if you don't get to the point, people don't understand. Mm. They haven't heard it. You know, they don't want to hear. Yeah. We don't want to say die. No. They don't want to hear die. And so they don't get what we're trying to say. Yeah. And so Susan almost like convulses, like just like leaps at Toadie. Oh, God, it was so <laughs> distressing. And then just everyone snapped to their roles that they needed to play. Carl's like, I'm going to go tell the rest of the street. He Shane, did a great job yeah. of that, didn't he? Puffy, yep. you tell, call the relatives. Like, just, I'm going to the Brennans. Like, off it, like, oh, and just sitting there nodding and saying doctor things. Like, when Toadie was explaining, she, she had the, we think the tumour exploded or whatever he said. And Carla went, yes, yes. and like nodded. Yep. And He's like, that happens. I looked it up on Wikipedia earlier. <laughs> I must say, like, the, you know, like, we always back Carl out for his, for his doctoring slash, you know, um, power drill <laughs> kind of behaviour. But, um, but I really, I thought he did great as like essentially like the local doctor character in yes the street, yeah, if that yeah. makes sense because he was that eventually remember when he was the local doctor yeah mm. back in the day yeah. yeah carl come in hi carl hey guys um i'm sorry i've got some news that's going to come as a bit of a shock um 
Sonia died this afternoon. So he went and told everyone and he went and told Brennan. <gasps> the Brenda. Oh, my God. One of the MVPs. Like, obviously, you've got Eve Morey doing the best work of her career. Mm. Not far behind is old Detmec stepping yeah. up. And he has given her a shout-out. Well, the actor has given Eve a shout-out for saying that she, um, she has been an inspiration for him in acting. But there was a theory that we talked about on another episode about, was it Onion Theory or like the, the layers? I think it was the, the circle. circle. Circle Theory. Did you hear us talk about that, Cathy? I think so, yeah. you talk, Is this the one where the people at the inner just worry about themselves and yep. then the people a bit out worry about the inner people and themselves and then the further out you go, you can't be worried about – you worry about – the inner people is that the kind of yeah idea? so what what i what i've thought was good is that i know that mark knows that he needs to worry about toady because he's going he goes to toady's house on thursday but he can't because he's essentially in like a mental breakdown yeah he he, he can't toady was holding her she got to see the kids one last time <sighs> Settle down, settle down, settle down. Mark, breathe, just breathe. No, you can. Mark, Mark, you're having a panic attack. Slow down your breathing. Breathe deep into your belly and you'll be right. He shuts down. He has a panic attack. The emotions are flowing out of him. It's like he can't control them, but then he can't function. Mm. He's not function. He can't. He's, he's saying words and he's doing things, but he's not processing anything that's happening. By the way, I love basic people that go for runs when they have panic attacks. Yes. <laughs> and shout out to beautiful Aaron, who's clearly Aww. married to a doctor and now knows things like what you do when someone has a panic attack. He like, is yeah. a good doctor's wife. <laughs> like, breathe in. <laughs> he is. Sweet. Oh, man. I meant he, he went straight over to Toadie, oh, by the way. That, I, I was talking about that. He was a good, you know. Yeah. And yeah put yeah. those big muscular arms around That's that man. Yeah. That's what you want. Yeah. But when Toadie sees Mark on Thursday, I think it was, he says, I've been for a run. He said, Don't care. Yeah. And he hu- oh. hugs him because he's sweaty. Oh. And the other. I haven't the- seen that one. Oh, I've got to see. Ma, I must say, this is the most genuine I've seen Mark. Yeah. Emotion-wise, the whole show, like, he's marrying Ellie and I've never, like, he's never shown the love for her no. that, he sh- that he's shown in his in his sadness for Sonia. Like, that feels so genuine to totally. me, and his sadness about Sonia. And there's a few floating theories that he probably still holds a torch for Sonia because he had a bit of a love for her when they were going to have that baby together as friends, but he developed but some feelings for her. Who was going to be the – can you explain that <laughs> who? <laughs> yep. Um, so Stefan, Steph, 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 Scully. Steph Scully. Yep. Yep. Your Steph. Yep. <laughs> um, she was with Mark. When well, was she's this? bisexual? Just in case you thought okay. she would be with women. Um, so she's bisexual, and yep. she spent a bit of time with Mark. And it was mainly just you know when there's musical chairs, and you end up with someone because everyone's dating their friends and it yes. was kind of just yeah. that. Yeah. She was best friends with Toadie. He was best friends with Sonia and they were just kind of like, look, it would be easy on us socially if you guys were dating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so they were dating and at one point one of them was just like, let's have a baby. And is this Steph couldn't have babies because of the accident? Is that um, – Steph right? couldn't have babies because of cancer? Uh, some, yeah, something like that. And okay. s- yeah. cancer accident. Yeah. <laughs> cancer accident. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And – 
No, Steph couldn't have babies also because she didn't want to go off her medication. That's right, yeah. She's, Which was? Because she's finally locked down her mental health uh, okay. yeah. Pro- Pro- fine. program yeah. Yeah. and she was happy with that. Because she'd had postpartum depression twice. Yeah. And, so she already and had very two badly. kids. Yeah, yeah, she's had two okay. kids, so she was kind of like done as well. Okay. Which is like everyone respected that decision. Yeah, and I think she was a little, little bit like, I'll be with you when you have this baby, but like maybe I'll opt out. Like I don't think it was totally yeah. hers. No. And then it was decided that Sonia would be their surrogate, but they couldn't find enough eggs in Steph. Oh, yeah, Steph. Steph. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. that was when Steph sort of opted out. Anyway, and then so it was, was it Sonia's, Sonia's actual egg? Yeah. egg and carriage. It's not advisable. Yeah, it's just so everyone is aware, Kathy is flawed by this. <laughs> we were flawed also at the time. They lost the baby um, very late on. Oh. While Sonia was watching Toadie sleep with Madeline West on the internet. <gasps> Wait, hang on. So Sonia's married to Toadie. Yeah, but he was very confused. His dead wife came back. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But like yeah. she's married to Toadie, but still she's having a baby with Mark. Brennan. Yeah, they were all friends. It was as friends. <laughs> <laughs> I love her face. Like, no, it's normal, right? No. Um, when uh, they got pregnant, she was a surrogate mother and she was going to be giving the baby to oh, them. Yes. And, but it's and her not, egg. Yeah, but not – she wasn't going to be the mother. No, And yes. then when, it, when Steph was like, I'm out, um, she was like, well, it needs a mother. And she – obviously she formed a bond and – Sure. Yeah, of course, of course. And um, was Steph – were they engaged, Steph and Mark? Yeah, I think she he, was one of the. I think maybe he, a little bit. Like a little he's bit. He's engaged to everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah like he was probably engaged to Madge. <laughs> <laughs> At one point during his closeness with Sonia, he went the sneaky pash, and it was a lovely kiss too. I thought. Anyway, but she was like, "No, we're friends." None of this bizzo. And but I think she was it, in a mental break also. At that yeah, time. it was. Yeah. Yes, it wasn't the time for pash. No, it was problematic. No. And I really think, I don't think he ever resolved that crush he had on her. She is a goddess to him. Mm. That's the level of trust because she tried to give him a child, which he's wanted. (laughs) Um, It it didn't work out. But, I mean, as far as he's concerned, they had a child. It's just it it wasn't wasn't born living, right? So um, she was there for him all the time, even though she really, you know, she had her own demons as Piper says. And, by the way, I couldn't watch Friday's episode because I needed to be funny tonight and I couldn't watch an episode before that. Um, it was fine. It was the International Women's Day episode. It was directed by women, written by women, script edited by women, performed. You'll watch it later when I've got some time yeah, for tears. It was, yeah, it was, it was fine, but it was, an, it was just a, a normal Neighbours episode. It was, there was nothing devastating about it. Piper's speech did get me, except for the very end, Who's Ellie like? and Chelly, Clo- Chloe, Ellie got on the Terps. Oh. Started kissing. Because Mark, what? oh, because Mark's, um, she got a note from Mark and he's gone. He's on the run. He's like, what? He's he's not coping, and the promos for next week is like he's in the outback somewhere. He's gone. I to thought the I saw a photo of him in a suit and Ellie in a wedding dress. Yeah, he's going yeah, to come. Get he's going to come back for the wedding. Uh, but meanwhile, there's some complications. I was hoping that wasn't going to happen. Actually, I, I'm not. I, uh, it's that like you keen for some of Mark? Or? I just am not <laughs> feeling that relationship anymore. Now I've seen how Mark feels about Sonia. Yeah. Yeah, you're like, move on and find yeah. someone you feel that strong yeah, about. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Precisely. But I think it's almost like, to be honest, he's just, it's the musical chairs again. He looked around the street and said, Ali's the hot one. Yeah. I'm going to go out with her. And. Yeah, he's got an end goal in mind. And. Yeah, he wants to baby. the bubby. 
Yeah. He wants a baby, yeah. Which is beautiful. And I think also what's, I happen- him. what's also happened is in real life the actor's had a baby and I think he's tapped into that emotion when you have a yep. child and he's using – he's harnessing ah, that. Ah, yes, I yeah, see. Yeah. Which he his partner would have been pregnant when the scenes of him losing the baby were shot. Yeah. So, <gasps> yeah. Oh, dear. Yeah. Which when you're pregnant you don't even want to hear about any of mm. the things that could ever happen. No, no. And um, actually – um, Sonia's death episode was dedicated to John Dutton, who I assume is son, uh, Eve's father-in-law, Jonathan Dutton's father, who's her husband and also directs Neighbours sometimes and was on Neighbours for a while. It says 1953 to 2018 and to his wife, Annette, and all the families that have been affected by cancer. So I think Eve would have been connected to this sort of storyline while having to perform it as well, which must be at another layer of difficulty. And in the interviews, like, Neighbours has posted some behind-the-scenes interviews and Eve said it was traumatic. Like, it was traumatic. Mm. And she's thankful she's alive and well, but, you know, she has to go to that place mentally. And she has two young children. So if it hurts me to watch it, (laughs) I can't imagine what it does to to her. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Spicy Ben here. Um, What can I say? I am an emotional wreck after the past couple of days' episodes of Neighbours. But what I think fundamentally I will take away from it is how incredible Eve Murray and Ryan Maloney and the supporting cast of Jackie Woodburn, Alan Fletcher, Sharon Johal and Morgan Baker and the fellow that plays Shane. The cast have just been beyond incredible. Um, the storytelling of the episode was beautiful. There were so many references to the history of Tony and Sonia's relationship and I think it just has highlighted how amazing Neighbours can be when it tells stories like this. And yet I know there's a whole backstage dramas going on and it was very rushed and all that, but I'm just concentrating on those particular episodes. They were just beautiful. They were beyond beautiful. And the reaction from the fans and the Neighbours community, everyone's talking about it. Everyone's tweeting it, chatting, and it's just caused such an emotional outpouring. I don't remember this happening before. So I think that there has to be a massive shout out to the writers because they created something that was true and honest and just at the heart of who those characters were. They knew those characters inside out and they just deserve as much praise as the actors do as well. It's a sad day, but I'm sure Neighbours have got a clangor of a ceramic pig just around the corner for us. Okay, so I've been in floods of tears every day this week. God, that beach episode really was everything. Breathtaking and brilliant and frustrating and heartbreaking and too much and not enough at the same time. I wanted so much more. I didn't have a problem with Sonia not immediately telling Toadie about her imminent death. She was in shock. I mean, a lot of that was on Bad News Goodwin, I felt. Like, what doctor says... Oh, your husband's briefly popped to the vending machine. By the way, you have one week to live. Okay, but end of session. Like, that would not happen. Felt like the line that got to me the most was um, a line about Nellie. And she said, don't let this define her. God, that killed me. It was so close to home. I've recorded the episode, but I don't think I'll ever be able to watch it again. Obviously, it's unnecessary for me to say even Ryan's performances were incredible. The writers obviously went, oh, we're writing for our top dogs. They will just make our work sing, as they always do. And now they'll never get to write another scene for her. Why? Why did they make this decision? For me, Sonia 
has been for a very long time the most relatable character in Neighbours. I was so surprised to see the amount of kind of ambivalence or dislike for her during the whole Team D thing. I can't help thinking that was a part of their decision. Sonia has been the character who has kept me watching. She has stopped me giving up on Neighbours if I've like been on holiday or something and thought, oh God, do I really want to watch 14 episodes on catch up? And I thought, no, switch on Sonia. Like she might be having a ceramic peg or a three episode arc, stupid misunderstanding with Toadie. I love that shit. It's why I watch Neighbours. I'm really gutted. This is a massive loss. It's like a gift that they've thrown away. And I can only imagine that they've ended Eve's contract and not Ryan's because they wanted to bring back the real D. And that, I mean, frankly, the thought of that makes me feel exhausted and ill. Thank you so much to the Neighbours Gang and the Neighbours Council for being a support group during this traumatic time. Thank you. I know some people have dipped out of Neighbours because this has been too much, but when you're in a place where you think you can be mentally strong enough to give it a go, maybe get on the Clojitos and if you want to get through it. <laughs> and get, get on our Facebook group and... Oh. To be granted, we could probably cry together. <laughs> yeah. Yes, definitely live stream yourself watching it because it's been a really, it's been a community building experience to watch everyone ugly cry daintily. I, um, I don't think one of us cried ugly. I think we're all beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, and also Eve's oh. straight out of the opening credits the next day. <gasps> oh, that was terrible. That interloper Hugo getting prime position. But they used the exact same. It was almost like they just airbrushed her out of the opening footage. It's like not it's almost ex- like. That's what they did. <laughs> Tony's holding Hugo now. They but airbrushed like, him in. Yeah. <laughs> film something slightly different. Like, yeah. do you know, don't film the exact same thing. Sit under the friendship tree that she planted that, that, that yeah. Kate, Kate hates. I mean, do it. Do it. <laughs> Kate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, darling dear. Um, it, yeah, do something a little solemn. Yeah. You know? And Kate hates the friendship tree because it's a boring old tree. Is it's that right? It's a calistamon. It's a yeah, not, it's not the neighbourhood bog standard tree. <laughs> it's just, oh, here we go. Oh. Yeah, Laura Jane did the time lapse on the Neighbours Council. It's so incredible. It's an art piece. It should be in a mu- museum. She's under a snuggly blanket, comfort eating. And then Faye, not Mark Brennan, but Faye in our Neighbours Council, Oh, she's Aww. that's a beautiful Aww. cry. And then her little her little bubba. I love yeah, she was doing the same thing as me. Go go over there. Go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's unbelievable. My child ruined a coffee table during that episode. But like, <laughs> like drawing on or something. We had to throw it out. Um no, he poured water all over it and because I was distracted in neighbours, it, it, it buckled. <laughs> The whole table. So we threw it. It was from Kmart. Yeah, yeah. Let us yeah. know. Yeah. Well, what, what have you sacrificed in your neighbour's viewing experience? Mm. Oh, and one more thing that happened during the week of revealing to the street what had happened is Sheila coming around to Toadie and Callum the next day with a veggie lasagna. Very deep dish veggie lasagna. Must have been like an eight layer lasagna. Yeah. She likes some carbs. Mm. She, she said, here's a veggie lasagna. I know it was Sonia's favourite and Toadie <gasps> just lost it. And she's like, oh, oh, I've messed up. I'll take it back. I'll make a meat one. <laughs> yeah, I love that so much. I'll, I'll make one with meat. That'll fix it. <laughs> God, that was great. Because he's upset about the eggplant. Yeah. yeah. So good. Um, I thought that was so beautiful because she came over because she's been through this. Because Frank died yeah, Frank. at least <laughs> at least young. Like, <laughs> like Sheila's not at death right. age and her husband died many years ago. 
Um, but no, I think she did perfectly. Oh, look, I can't fault a single thing. No. But can we do citizen and citizen All right, of be- the death? Before we do that, <laughs> I'm going to – I don't know how we're going to do that. I'm going to thank everyone who uh, sent us in their contributions to this episode. Simon, Elise, Rosie, Ben, Spicy Ben and Joe. thank you. And if anyone wants to drop us a line, neighbourspod at gmail.com. All right, how are we going to do this? Should we just blanket award citizen of the week to Sonia or is that controversial, I have a CJ? different one. Okay, well, I'm just, I'll take it then. Citizen of the week, Sonia, um, you did what you could to the best of your abilities with the limited minutes that you had getting you to do least action. Just next time, next time, Toadie, next time you lose a wife, just grab a dictaphone or your voice memo app and just hit record because <laughs> those are important final thoughts. And this is the second time you should be a little bit yeah. more. Um, but uh, like D. Like floor for it doesn't yeah, matter in he's a car. Like there's no time. Yeah. Like <laughs> he's not in. He's not. Yeah, he's not mid air going quick. <laughs> Where do you want to be buried? But there was. If there we was find no you, <laughs> CJ Callum, citizen for taking care of his dad. Oh, that beautiful oh. boy. He got the ambulance. From what I can tell, he's helped get the body in the ambulance, in the ambulance. which is an incredible feat for Imagine. anyone. Yeah. But for he's what he's twenty now. He's I think he's like twenty two by now. Twenty. I think he's the age Kate Ramsey died. He's like twenty two. Yeah. I must say that obviously we we've spent time with Morgan. I felt that he was very mature as a person, but he definitely brought that to the character. I know that he's finishing up his directing course at uni and he's got stuff to do, but I really hope they open the door to have him in as a semi regular because yeah, come back, come back, come back, come back, Christmas mate. and stuff. Come back. Yep. I really enjoyed him as well. Yeah. Kathy, do you have a oh, to be honest, I can't decide citizen, it's gonna be a citizen. Has I to cannot be. decide between Toadie and his tears when she when Eve told or Sonia told him that it's terminal. Yeah. And Mark with his tears. I really want both of them to be honored. I think it's I, I yeah. just can't separate the two of them As and their real genuine Love yeah. for Sonia. Beautiful. They can have yeah, joint citizen. Mayor makes the rules. So yeah. yeah. Gets, so yeah. I've decided, yeah, I think they need to be honoured. I appreciate that. Even though Toadie's a little bit citizen for not getting it together quicker. But that's fine. Because I just but want, he didn't say the promos. I wanted her to hug the babies. <laughs> I just wanted her to hug the babies. <laughs> she should have hugged the babies. Yeah. She should have hugged the babies. What do you think the reasoning is in that decision? I guess, I mean, practically you don't. Want you then take it to a next step and you picture your babies looking at their dead mother and that's probably horrifying. So maybe she was sparing them that image. Yeah, because we think of that normally in a hospital room as in people holding hands and stuff. But on a beach, it's a different thing. Mm. Yeah, I think probably as well just on a practical shooting level, the kids are a bit unpredictable. You don't know what they're going to do, you know. Next thing, they're trying to film like this touching moment and Hugo like picks his nose or... <laughs> Exemplified by the fact that Nellie didn't even get told on screen. <laughs> they didn't even trust the kid to be in that scene. Yeah. Now, Kathy, what should people do if – well, you might not be qualified. This is not your area. This is like me just telling you, I've got hives. I'm in Hawaii. What do I do? <laughs> but, like, if people are worried about their ovaries – True story, by the way. Yeah. And Kathy's like, well, you probably got hives. <laughs> if you think that's what it is. <laughs> if people are worried about their ovaries, what, what should they do? I think they should go to their GP. First put a call, go to your GP. I love going to my GP. Me too. Except last time I wanted to talk to my VG, my GP about like, I'm 36, should I be freaking out about my biological clock? And I walk in and she's like seven months pregnant. 
It's a bit confronting, I just got to say. But anyway, it was still a good <laughs> chat with her, but I was like, I don't want to talk about this now. <laughs> You've got it sorted out. <laughs> My son's doctor keeps going for Doctors Without Borders. Oh, just, you know, come on, come on home, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Some people here that need you. Ovariancancer.net.au and ovarian.org.uk. Some places you can visit. So check them out. I'm sure there's symptoms there. Just get up to speed and, and, know, and know the facts. And just ask to get scanned if you're freaked out. Dr. Kathy, is it hard when we make you talk about palliative care outside of work hours? <laughs> um, it is sometimes because it's, very, it's hard for, for me to describe why I love my job when it sounds like it would just be so sad and depressing all the time. And why, you do, you, why do you love it? Um, because you get to go on a journey with people, you know, and you really get to help them in their hour of need. And it's really rewarding. And actually watching someone, watching the Rebeccas not have that support highlighted to me how important you are, like yeah. how important that yeah. is. Because yeah. it's terrifying. As Sonia said, you know, I don't want to die. I don't want to leave my kids. And suddenly afterwards she was, okay, I've made peace with it. But like... It's a terrifying concept and even some of her interviews were saying I never I was fe- I'm fearful of it I didn't want to think about it but forced me to think about it and Yeah. Yeah, I must say I I haven't been in a position of losing a partner or you know anyone very young but when you're involved in the palliative care system with someone you care about it, it is really important how the medical team are and how they treat you and how a good doctor or a good nurse or the other affiliated um, staff are can really change that experience for you and because a bad one can make it a lot worse mm. yeah. and I just want to shout out to the neighbours writing team I know that um, a lot of us knew Mia um, who worked there and like she lost her life at 35 and she left behind a little girl and I know that a lot of that story must have been woven in even subconsciously a lot of her story must have come through and I was thinking about her I'm sure you guys were thinking about her and um, she's just one of the greats and yeah it was just a really nice I think it, it was nice to take a moment to think about her and um, to think about her little one and to enjoy what she did for Aussie media because she did a lot of good things and please reach out to us if you want to chat Neighbours Council on Facebook NeighboursPod at gmail.com NeighboursPod on Twitter I'm Vaya Pashos CJ CJ the hot mess mum Kathy Dr Kathy not, I'm nowhere, I'm nowhere. <laughs> You're in hospitals. Hope, yeah, I'm in hospitals. Yeah, because we really don't want any of our listeners to be visiting Kat, Dr. Kathy anytime no. soon. <laughs> Thank you so much for talking to us. No worries. We'll see you guys on the 27th of March if you are in Melbourne. 100%. Fly down. Yeah. See you then. Bye. Bye. Don't you worry, because it's all right. Don't you worry, child of the night. Because in the morning, with the new day sun, love never lasts their line. We are the seed of a new breed. We are succeed, our time has come. We are the new, these words are true. Let the light of love shine through. It's alright, it's alright, it's alright. It's really alright, it's alright